What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Darren, and this is the Manhood Moment. I'm going to give you one big idea to help you be a more godly man in 10 minutes or less today. This is episode 25, and today we're going to talk about remember your curse. But before we do that, I just want to invite you to take a quick minute and check out our Substack at christendomchronicle.substack.com. You can read the articles there, see the other podcast episodes there, and some video content that we have up there as well. That's christendomchronicle.substack.com. You can also become a subscriber to our content there for free. Um, and then if you want to become a paid subscriber and support the work that we're doing, you can do that there also for just $5 a month. Appreciate it when you do that. All right, so today we're talking about uh, remember your curse. And this is a very important aspect of manhood. Um, <clears throat> God created man in his image in Genesis chapter 1 and 2. And we've talked about that passage already on this podcast before. We'll come back to it, I'm sure, quite often. But God created man in his own image. Uh, the scripture teaches he created them male and female, right? And he placed them in the garden and he gave them a command. And the command was, do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And he established a covenant with them. As long as they obeyed that command, they would live. But in the moment in which they disobeyed it, they would die. And of course, if you know the biblical narrative, you know that in Genesis chapter 3, they did disobey the covenant and uh, there was death. Both there was death in regards to their relationship with God. There was death in their relationship to one another. And then also there was uh, death with regard to their relationship to the created order. And God handed out curses to each of the people that were involved in that uh, event. And so he gave a curse to Eve that her pain would increase in childbearing. He gave a curse to the snake that it would be on its belly. And then there we also read what's called the Proto-Evangelion, which is the first mentioning of the coming of Christ. Um, he tells the serpent "You will that her seed will bruise his head and he would bruise the, the heel of her seed. That's the first mention of the coming of Christ. And then God gave a curse to Adam in Genesis chapter 3, verse 17. And I want to read that to you today. It says, Then to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you will eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall get, grow for you, and you will eat, or you will eat the plains of the field. By the sweat of your face, you will eat bread, till you return to the ground, because from it you were taken. For you are dust, and to dust you shall return. That's Genesis chapter three, verses seventeen to nineteen. This is the curse that God gave Adam, and if you notice the curse that God gave Adam and the curse that God gave Eve directly correlates to their place in the dominion mandate. You remember the dominion mandate, fill the earth and subdue it and take dominion over it. And both Adam and Eve play an important role in the filling and subduing and dominion taking in the earth. Adam is the primary agent of dominion. That's why God gave him strength. And, um, and so Adam's job is to be out in the earth subduing it, but he can't do it alone. And so God gave Adam a wife, Eve, to be his helper. And a big part of her aspect of the dominion mandate is the having and raising of 
children. And so her curse has to do with the having and raising of children. And his curse has to do with the work of the field. And so that brings me to the point that I want to share with you guys today, which is to remember your curse. The world, the created order, is in conflict against you. It is cursed against you. And you got to know that. And I remember when I was I was really wrestling through this when I was a young man, I would get so frustrated because things just wouldn't ever go the way I wanted them to go. And for some reason in my mind, I had it in my head that that was like an unusual thing. And so I would be working through my day and constantly stuff would arise that would irritate me or keep me from being able to do my work or whatever else the case may be. And for some reason, I had it in my head that I was entitled to have an easy day. And I want you men to understand, the sooner that you understand, the sooner that you realize that you're not entitled to an easy day, the sooner you're going to be able to be a more productive, efficient, and effective man. You're not entitled to an easy day. In fact, God has called you to hard labor. Now, as we take dominion and creation, certain aspects of that become easier. And there is a very real sense in which our lives are much easier now than they were 100 years ago. Of course, the technological advancements also come with curses. And that's the way that it is under the, life under the sun, right? You make great advances and they come with blessings and they also come with curses because as it turns out, Despite the technological advances that we are making, the created order or the creation itself is still against us. So this is the reason why, for example, that you have grass growing up in your driveway, but you can't get it to grow in your yard, right? That's because the created order, the creation is against you. You are to work by the sweat of your brow and you are not entitled to an easy day. This is why when you're working on a project, you think you have everything you need, and then you get to the project and you discover, no, you don't have everything you need. You're going to have to go to the store and get something. And you go to the store and come back, and you think you have everything you need, and now you don't have everything you need. And it turns out as you're getting into the project, there's something else you need, right? And one of the things my dad taught me from a, a younger age that it took me a little while to learn is when you're working on a project, you should expect that. You should expect that unexpected things are going to come up. And you're going to need to reevaluate your plans and you're going to need to, there's going to be things that come up that you need that you don't have. There's going to be things that come up that you didn't expect and so on and so forth. That's part of working on a project. And that is a part of the created order being at war against you. Things don't always go according to plan. Things don't always go according to expectation. Now, your job as a man is to overcome this. God has called you to take dominion in creation. He has called you to subdue the creation, even though the creation is at war with you. He has called you to eat by the sweat of your brow. You are called to, you are called to do this. And so what you, what you have to understand is you come to terms with the fact that you're not entitled to an easy day and that God created you for work. And so what do you do when things don't go according to plan? Well, there's two ways that you can respond to that. One is that you can become grumpy and angry with everybody around you all the time because nothing is going the way that you wanted it to go. And I would strongly encourage you not to go that route. Instead of doing that, you can factor into your plans that things are not going to go your way all the time, 
and that you are going to have to you are going to have to overcome and you, so you factor into that your your thinking uh sorry you factor that into your thinking and it it becomes a part of your thinking so that you know you know the created order is going to work against you and you know you are going to have to overcome and you calc you put that into your calculations for your day you plan on it so that when it happens, you know that it's coming and you overcome it with joy and you endure through it. This reminds me of a quote from uh, the great uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, who wrote the Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy. And he also wrote the book, The Hobbit, uh, one of the greatest authors, in my opinion, in the history of Western civilization. And he had a quote. This comes from the book, The Hobbit. Uh, and it says, it does not do to leave a live dragon out of your calculations if you live near one. And like this, this the idea this comes from The Hobbit. There's a dragon that's involved in some of the plans that they're trying to make for the journey that they're on. And he's saying, if you live near a dragon, you're going to have to take under consideration that there's a dragon. Well, beloved brothers, you live in a world where the creation is cursed against you. And it does not do to forget about a curse if you're laboring under a curse. And so you need to be mindful. And so what does he say to do? Put that into your calculations. Plan that things are going to be hard for you. And then when they're hard, you've already planned for them to be hard. And then you can strive to overcome those things with joy. The final thing then is this. This helps us to all the more look with joy toward the day in which Christ will turn, re return, and there will be no curse against us. And we look forward to that day. But as of right now, we live in a world where the created order is cursed against us. We need to put that into our calculations, know that it's coming, and joyfully overcome it, because that is what God has built us for. God bless, brothers.